0: So my name is Kelly Bramblett, and I am a trauma support coach and spiritual mentor who works with people from all over the world who are struggling with unresolved wounding. I do this by gently guiding them to healing, peace, and self-love through my one-on-one coaching. In addition to this, I also write a weekly spiritually-based blog and I'm the host of Kelly Bramblett's High Vibe podcast, which can be heard on all major streaming platforms. My mission is to help spread a message of hope to the hopeless and inspire others to heal the collective by first healing themselves. I am a fully certified general life coach, trauma care specialist, law of attraction practitioner, EFT practitioner, and a level three Usui Reiki master teacher. My first book, Alchemy of the Phoenix, From the Ashes of Trauma to the Light of Love, was released July 1st, 2020 and continues to offer further support for trauma survivors worldwide. You can learn more about my work by visiting my website at www.kellybramblett.com. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's High Vibe podcast episode. So I'm going to be talking with you all today about psychic attacks and more to the point I'm going to be discussing what they are but in a really practical way. Uh, I was inspired to cover this topic after reading some quite in my opinion ludicrous and ridiculous explanations that are floating around there on the internet. So I'm here to kind of take the woo out of it to some degree and bring some clarity and I'll also be going over what the symptoms are and how you can protect yourself against a psychic attack or if you notice that you are experiencing one how you can move through it in a way that's safe for you so I'm gonna take a quick break and then I will be back to dive right in <music> Right, So welcome, welcome back. So I'm going to jump right in. And I'm going to be talking first about what a psychic attack is. And I'm also going to be talking about what a psychic attack is not. Okay, because there are a lot of kind of fear based ideas around what a psychic attack is. And because of this, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to take advantage of other people claiming they're cursed, and only they can remove the curse People walking around thinking that they're under attack by entities and all of these things that are all based in fear. And really, there's a very practical explanation. So put simply, a psychic attack is an attack on your energy body transmuted to you by a lower vibrational energy. This lower vibrational energy can be transmitted knowingly or unknowingly and can come in many forms, such as another person, yourself, a situation, and in extremely rare cases, please note, I'm emphasizing extremely rare cases can be caused from a dark non-human entity. Now I cannot stress enough how rare it is to have an attack because of a non-human entity, even though that's a lot more exciting. We have all these horror movies out there about demon possession. We like I said, we have people taking advantage of this fear mongering. And so it's probably the number one reason that many people feel that these people come under psychic attacks, but it's actually so rare to come under attack of some kind of non-human dark entity. I know it's not nearly as exciting to think that these attacks are mostly caused by our own energy in one way or another, but that is the truth nonetheless. You can become afflicted by this kind of attack by participating in lower vibrational activities such as addiction, gossip, negative self-talk, not honoring your own set of sexual boundaries, anger, having violent thoughts, and so on. And these are just some examples, but basically if we're engaging consistently and this isn't does not mean my energy dropped because that naturally happens we do still have emotions that we have to sort through that we have to confront that are heavier so this doesn't mean just because we're going through something or we've experienced heavier emotions that we've now left ourselves open it's more about consistency are we consistently living in low vibrational frequencies Like energy attracts like energy. This is the law of the universe. This is a law of the universe. Let me preference, not the, but a. So if we are consistently living and embodying lower vibrational frequencies through our own actions, we become a vibrational match for other low vibrational frequencies out there. So often it's our own behavior, it's our own thoughts, it's our own energetic frequency that we're truly under attack from, not some outside force, not some demon entity that's out to get us. It's our own energy, it's our own lifestyle, it's our own way of living that's created this attack. In addition to our own energy, It is 100% possible that we can become afflicted by this kind of psychic attack from somebody else's thoughts of us. Now, I guess this is traditionally what we would think of as a curse, even though I'm real hesitant to even use that word, but for no better explanation, I'm going to use this, Um, but not in the sense that we think, yes, there are some people out there that are practicing what we would call black magic, or they're dabbling in in dark manifestation and dark energy. But more times than not, when we become under attack because of someone else's thoughts, it's somebody out there who really dislikes us, maybe even hates us. And because they're so identified with the energy of hate, Towards us, they're obsessing, right? They're just thinking every time they think of us, they're having really like activated anger and angry thoughts, um, and they're spending a lot of time obsessing over us in a really negative way, right? Because these thoughts do go out into the universe and they do um, become directed at whoever we're thinking of, right? That's why when we pray for someone, when we send healing vibes, when we send light or imagine ourselves surrounding someone in light, that's very powerful. But the same can be true for those who who are wishing harm upon us. So yes, sometimes these are intentional curses, but more times than not, it's just someone who has a deep-seated hate for you for no other word or dislike and who is consistently having negative, hateful, angry thoughts where you're concerned. And again, in really rare circumstances, we can see that there are heavier entities out there that can come into our energy field and create chaos. However, this usually isn't the case first and foremost. And the other thing is, if we're really focusing on our own vibration, if you think about it, if we're consistently focusing on staying high vibe in some way, and again, this isn't, I don't want to hear all the comments about spiritual bypassing and bypassing and blah, blah, blah. I grow weary of hearing this. As a shadow work coach, I understand the importance of processing and confronting and acknowledging and honoring. All of the things that show up, even the heavy things. But as a law of attraction practitioner, I also understand the importance of not wallowing in these things, giving them the time and space they deserve, confronting them, exploring them, finding out the origin, and then doing the steps to move through these uncomfortable things. Okay, so I get both sides of it. And there is a space for both. We can strive to be high vibe and still honor our heaviness, our feelings, our experiences, our trauma. The two things are not mutually exclusive, which is something that is such a misconception. And like I said, I get weary of seeing the comments about law of attraction from people who don't understand it. The truth is, if we do try to bypass, which bypassing is truly impossible because we either process it or it stores, right? So we might attempt to bypass it by pushing feelings down, by using escapism to not acknowledge our feelings, but that stuff just gets stored in the body and keeps showing up anyway. So bypassing isn't even a real thing. It's attempted bypassing if we're being correct about describing it. All right. So the key is, is when we process and acknowledge and confront and get to the root core, we're able to release this energy from the body in a really healthy, safe way that allows us to guess what? Raise our vibration. We aren't meant to live in sadness and depression and anxiety and heaviness all the time. It's there for our awareness. It's there to present contrast, even though there are a lot of people that will tell you that, we should perpetually be in this state of healing and shadow work. And I'm here to say it's just simply not true. But I digress. This is for a whole separate podcast. And I have written a lot about this lately. So I also have tons of blogs about how law of attraction and shadow work actually work hand in hand. So I'm going to move on from that. But the reason why I bring this up is because if we are consciously and intentionally living a high vibrational lifestyle, we we are we've risen above these heavier energies i guess is the way you could say and i wish i could kind of show you with my hands but if we're vibrating up here at a seven but these lower entities that exist these non-human energies these heavy energies that other people are sending to us um these heavy energies that are around us they're vibrating at let's say a level two or lower well our paths never cross So the greatest protection from a psychic attack is living to the best of your ability, a high vibrational lifestyle, which also means doing your shadow work, which also means healing your traumas, which also means exploring the heaviness within us so we can transmute that into light. All right, because then we never even come across the same path as these types of entities, or these types of energies that someone might be sending to us. And as we step into this high vibrational frequency, and we choose to intentionally live in this frequency, we shed our own lower vibrational energies. And so that in itself also protects us from our own basically infliction of these psychic attacks. So my number one tip for Protection is to simply live high vibe. Do what brings you joy. Spend time in your mornings and the evenings giving gratitude. Look for all the goodness that surrounds us, the beauty that surrounds us, because I'll tell you, there's both beauty and ugliness in this world. There's both love and hate present in this world. So it's really a matter of where do you choose to focus? Whatever you choose to focus on will become your reality. So if you focus on all these negative things, all these fear-based things, all these heavier things, guess what? That becomes your reality and that's all you'll see. But there's just as much beauty and love and light to be focused on. And if we choose to set our attention to that then we call in more of that energy, where we raise our vibration naturally. And we don't really have to worry about interacting with all these lower vibrational frequencies. So I think it's important for me to also kind of talk about what are the symptoms, because I'm talking about the psychic attack, but you might be the first time you've ever heard. So you just might already be like, I have no clue what she's even talking about. So The symptoms of a psychic attack can range from mildly uncomfortable to downright horrifying during times of attack. I've personally been I've personally had very disrupted sleep, nightmares and even sleep paralysis. This is actually what brought my attention to this many, many years ago. It's probably been at least 10 or more years. And it was before I was really on this spiritual journey. So it's been a long time, maybe even longer than 10 years and i spent an entire night under attack from something um so i was in this constant state of our cycle i should say of sleep paralysis accompanied by intense fear voices and visions so it was like i would kind of physically wake so basically what was happening is i was waking up but i was you know, having sleep paralysis. So I had awareness, but wasn't able to move my body could sense energy around me. And like I said, I was hearing voices, having visions, and I just felt like terrified down to my bitter bone. And this went on for all night, literally until I I just knew I just knew something wasn't right. Even at this stage of my spiritual journey, I I could sense that there was something heavy and dark about this energy. So I began to pray. I began to ask for protection. And finally, I was able to slip into a peaceful sleep. But it's also what kind of set me on this journey, because the next day I spent a lot of time researching what this could be. And that's when I kind of start began to learn about psychic attacks and all of these things. And it also is one of the first experiences that set me on this spiritual journey. Um, another one of these experiences was another type of psychic attack that was brought on from a person that I was dating at the time that was addicted to meth, also living just very low vibrational lifestyle. She was if I'm being honest a criminal she's in prison now until she's like 75 she um she did really harmful violent things to people and she had come to stay with me and when she left the energy in the house people were experiencing all types of paranormal activity my doorbell was ringing in the middle of the night i actually had someone who woke up with like weird symbols carved into their legs Um, Randomly, So it was pretty intense. She definitely had an attachment herself from her low vibrational lifestyle. And when she came into my home and left, something stuck around. Um, So that was the second experience that really put me on my spiritual journey when I was looking for ways. First, I was looking for explanations. And then I was looking for ways to protect myself. And like I said, these things have been 10 plus, maybe even more years. I would say even more. Um, Because I've been on this journey for quite a while now on and off. Um, But yeah, so that's how I really was inspired and and started learning about these types of attack. So some other symptoms include nightmares, sleep paralysis, dark, negative, morbid, intrusive thoughts and intrusive thoughts to some degree are normal. We all have them. right, so it's not necessarily like you have an intrusive thought, oh, I'm under psychic attack, but if you notice that you are having consistent thoughts that are quite morbid and you can't, and it they're popping up constantly, constantly, it's a great indication, fatigue, depression, anxiety, paranormal activity, constant and uncomfortable feelings or fear, mainly fear, like this feeling that something's wrong, this feeling that there's a heavy cloud, um, in addition to this, you may experience a negative, bleak outlook on life in the world around you. Now, many of these symptoms are extreme, and while they do happen, it's more common to experience to experience these symptoms on a mild level of discomfort. All right. So the examples that I've given you, those are very extreme examples. Um, for the most part, you're going to experience the things like anxiety. Um, heaviness your body might actually feel heavy Um, this feeling of just like there's a cloud like there's a rain cloud following you around like you can't connect to your joy you're struggling to connect to your joy these types of things so hopefully now you kind of have an idea of what a psychic attack is some of the most common causes of a psychic attack so now It's down to what do we do if we find ourselves in a situation like this? Prevention is probably your best protection by staying in connection with the universe. So as I kind of talked about before, it's living this high vibrational lifestyle. It's consciously choosing to connect with the light. It's desiring and calling in more light into your life through your actions, your words and your thoughts. When you're in a state of connection to spirit, your energy body is healthy, balanced and strong. And I also want to add that another symptom of psychic attack is also feeling feeling ill, having unexplained health issues, pain in the body and and yeah, illness, being prone to illness, dropping health etc. But when you're living in alignment with the divine source energy that surrounds us, this helps keep your vibration high. So that is the number one tool. And I've already kind of talked about this, but prevention is everything, right? If we're already vibrating at such a level, um, it's really hard even for people's really dark negative thoughts to touch us at this point. When you're living in alignment with the universe, you will also call in An unseen army of supporters, you'll be under the watchful and protective eye of your guides, protectors and angels, making it impossible for any energy to come into your life that is not for your highest and greatest good. So as we begin to connect with spirit, we do sometimes very intentionally. I know I call my team a light in every single morning for protection, um, especially being in such a public view, believe me when I say not everybody appreciates my content and there are definitely some people out there who find my content extremely triggering, which leaves me more susceptible to these attacks. So I personally intentionally call in my team of light every single day to protect me from the possibility of people who would wish me harm, the possibility of people who are thinking negative things about me. But really, even when we don't intentionally do this, when we're living in the light, we're naturally surrounded by these higher vibrational. Uh, entities and beings. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying. When we are vibrating really low because of lifestyle choices, we are more susceptible to experiencing these attacks through non human dark energies. But the same is true when we're raising our vibration, when we're consciously choosing to live a high vibrational life. We now are on the same vibrational frequency, or at least we'll never reach exactly the same vibrational frequency, but we get to a plane where these higher vibrational entities are able able to now interact with us, able to um, kind of sink down to our highest vibration so that we can experience their presence in our life. And that happens whether we're fully aware or not. And so we all of a sudden become divinely protected. So the next step is if we're feeling a little off or you feel as if there's something not right energetically, the first step is now to take your power back. Realizing that dark energy feeds off of other dark energies such as fear. So if you're sitting around convincing yourself that you're cursed, that you need someone to save you, that you need help, that you need protection, um, all of these things, and it's all fear-based, well, dark energy feeds off of that. So the first step is becoming empowered through your understanding that you actually have complete control. Spirit has to follow our command so if we clearly state what is not welcome in our lives in the form of these darker entities or darker energies, they are not allowed to come into our homes, our lives, our spaces. Sometimes we invite these things in, not realizing that we're giving the invitation through our own lifestyle, through the things we're consuming. What are we watching? Are we watching movies that are filled with stories of demon possession, mass murders? and other things because these definitely invite that energy into our lives through the fear that's created. So it's also about what are we consuming? Are we consuming high quality, high vibrational content? Or are we spending our days binging on true crime and kind of looking at the underbelly and darkness of our society as humans? So taking your power back and realizing that you have all the control is key. Recognize that you are loved and protected by the strongest, most loving energy that exists and call that energy in. So call upon the light and trust that when you call upon the light, that you will be protected. And you may choose to work with angels. Archangel Michael is a wonderful angel to call in for protection. And that's who I personally work with um, every single day. But really, you can just call in your guides. You can just call in spirit and know that the guides that can protect you will show up. So it's whatever really resonates with you. But just calling upon the light for protection. And really, this is the only way in many ways. Of course, there's certain tools that we can attach intention to in order to make it easier for us to process the concept in our physical body. But it all comes down to our intention. The tools just make it easier for us to focus attention on one thing. So ask for protection. Visualize your army of protectors coming to you with their brilliant, healing, white light. And know that you're being held and protected. Another thing that I highly suggest is burning herbs like palisanto, white sage, lavender, cedar, these are just some examples, but using herbs to smudge and cleanse your energetic field. So you want to smudge yourself and your space while speaking aloud your intentions of creating sacred space, letting it be known that any energy or entity that is in your space that is not present for your highest good must leave non-negotiable they it must leave it must dissipate and if you are smudging a home or an area you want to make sure that you're getting the closets the corners if you are doing this on yourself you'll want to start at the crown and kind of work your way down the body all the chakras And another thing that a lot of people forget when they're working with sacred herbs and they're they're incorporating herbs into sacred ceremony um, for cleansing is that we want to open a window. So you kind of see, especially with white sage specifically, is it kind of entraps the negative energy. And when we open a window, we allow it to flow out with that smoke. Another thing you can do following say you're going to smudge with the white sage is bringing in sweet grass or Palo santo to finish the ceremony off. The sweet smell attracts higher vibrational entities into your space. So it's kind of like the perfect top off you've kind of cleared with some with some more grounding herbs like sage, cedar, these types of things, and then you top it off with some Sweetgrass or Palo Santo to know. now we've cleared, but when we clear, we always create space, right? It doesn't matter if we're clearing things out of our life, clearing things out of our home, clearing things out of our energetic field. Once we've cleared, we now have space. So it's up to us to intentionally fill this space. So then going through the process of burning like Palo Santo or Sweetgrass and knowing that you're calling in light entities is the perfect way to end that ceremony working with crystals and stones is also a really great way just to bring protection into your life in general grounding energy i know for example when i was working valentine's day at the shop and at the flower shop and i was working very long hours i had to talk to 10 times more customers if not more a day than i usually do And every single employee, which was probably around 20 of us, was in a very small space. I knew that I was going to be overstimulated and really exposed to a lot of energies. And so every day I was, I had my crystals on my body. I had my necklaces on to help keep me grounded and to help keep me protected from um, absorbing other people's energies. So black obsidian, red jasper, snowflake obsidian, and of course, clear quartz are all great stones that you can work with selenite is very very powerful and clearing and cleansing the auric field transmuting any heavy energy that you have so i really recommend working with um with that as well. But just remember that as these stones do collect energy that they also need to be cleansed more frequently. So make sure that you are cleansing them and recharging them and clearing them so they're safe for you to use as a rule of thumb. Most dark stones or stones that activate and ground the root chakra, ground you into the root chakra, I should say, are going to be great options for protection stones. In rare cases, if you're really struggling, another option is to hire um, a Reiki master like myself who can use certain symbols and energies to clear um. To clear out darker energy, heavier energy that might be residing in your energetic field. So that's another option is if if we find that these tools aren't working or that we're not able to connect to this higher vibrational frequency that we've tried all these tools, nothing's working for us. Definitely seek out a professional, but be really weary here because like I said, there's a ton of people out there that are taking advantage of people claiming they're cursed, claiming they need all this to clear their energy, and it's just not true. So maybe it's because this is what I'm most familiar with, but I personally would always recommend finding someone who practices Reiki and who is practicing at a level three, which is a master level, and working with them through a few sessions to help clear your energy field. And if this is something you need, I do offer these sessions myself, so definitely reach out to me and let's talk about it. We'll get you set up. And we'll get you all cleared out. So I hope that this has helped to demystify some of the nonsense floating around on the internet and other places about psychic attacks. And I hope it's inspired you at the very least to focus on your own energy with intentionality. So once again, I want to thank you all for joining me today, for taking the time to listen and for tuning in. And as always, I'm sending out so So much love to each and every one of you.